And this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History for June 7th. It was today in 1997 that HBO debuted a very short-lived and yet star-studded sci-fi horror anthology show, Perversions of Science. Even with A-list and soon-to-be A-list talent on board, why did this half-hour series not even make it two months on the schedule? The answer is buried in the crypt. Since the summer of 1989, the horror anthology series Tales from the Crypt had been a smash hit for HBO and for Warner Brothers. Even though new episodes for HBO were made with the looser restrictions on violence, gore, adult themes, and nudity of premium cable in mind, the show had gone into broadcast syndication in the early 90s, with most episodes just a couple of edits away from being ready for a more general audience. Spin-offs for younger audiences were even crafted turning the Crypt Keeper into a less horrifying animated character, and even turning him into a game show host. Once the Crypt Keeper achieved his own stardom, it was time for Tales of the Crypt, which based most of its stories on the classic EC horror comics from the 1950s, to graduate to the big screen. That meant that its days were numbered on the small screen. After all, why see Tales from the Crypt in the theater when you could just stay home and watch it? But the EC Comics Library, the rights to which had been purchased by the producers of Tales from the Crypt, had more than just comics with horror stories. EC published several sci-fi comics, most notably Weird Science and Weird Fantasy, and it was these stories that became the backbone of the next Tales from the Crypt spin-off, Perversions of Science. But unlike every past spin-off, this one wouldn't feature the Crypt Keeper. On this day in 2015, we said goodbye to a legendary actor. Sir Christopher Lee had an astounding number of credits to his name. He easily worked in fantasy, horror, and science fiction, mostly as a villain the way he was in Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Hammer horror films, and even against James Bond. Like any legend, his work lives on, though, with his voice in short and feature films scheduled for release more than six years after his death. Premiering in the summer of 1997, Perversions of Science was produced by most of the same Hollywood luminaries who had produced Tales from the Crypt, including Robert Zemeckis, Joel Silver, and Richard Donner, and that ensured that big-name stars and directors would be drawn to the new show. Episodes were directed by Highlander director Russell Mulcahy and Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Toby Hooper, and even actor-slash-directors such as Sean Astin and William Shatner were behind the cameras on some of the half-hour episodes. Shatner also appeared on camera in his episode, which happened to be the only episode not directly based on one of the EC Comics stories. He wasn't the only recognizable face to grace perversions of science either. Other episodes boasted guest appearances by Ron Perlman, Jeff Corey, Keith Carradine, Will Wheaton, Harvey Corman, and Elizabeth Berkley, to name just a few. The first episode, based on a story that appeared in EC's Weird Science Comics in 1950, featured a script written by David S. Goyer. This was not a show that was short on star power. And with no Crypt Keeper, who was the host? A decidedly female robot named Chrome introduced each episode and appeared again at the end of each show, offering a few thoughts on the human foibles exhibited in the story that had just unfolded. And unlike the Crypt Keeper, there was no way to tone Chrome down for broadcast TV. 
even though the robot was rendered with some very, very 1990s CGI. Perversions of science, like its forerunner, leaned into Pay Cable's looser restrictions on sex and violence, but in so doing, made it just about impossible for the 10 episodes to be repeated in any kind of broadcast syndication package. It was released much later on DVD, but only in Japan. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for June 7th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.